Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the final session of the morning motivation call. Uh, this has been a great series. And firstly, can I just stop for one second? I want to acknowledge and admit that I'm so proud of each and every single one of you. The attendance has been at all-time high. Uh, the the follow-through has been amazing. Each and every single one of you um, should hold your head high to show the level of commitment that to follow through and persist and show up to each of the calls, um, it, it really shows me that you're investing in yourselves, you value yourselves, and I can't think so highly, uh, highly enough of each of you. So congratulations to all of you. Well done. And what a great month we've had. Today, it's uh, sort of a little bit bittersweet. Uh, it is our last session, but I really want to finish strong for you. I really want to come through and drive this one home for you. And I want to help you live a life that is fearless. Okay. And it, today's topic is living a fearless life or living a life fearlessly. There really is a common denominator across all human beings. Um, there's one thing that we can all relate to. And this one thing we've all experienced, either to varying degrees, um, we've all suffered at the hands of this at some point. Um, and maybe you even know other people who've suffered from this as well. That one thing is fear. It comes in many forms, many shapes and many sizes. But at some stage, we've all experienced it, right? And in some capacity, we know what it feels like to be frozen by fear. Now, some of you may know it as fear of failure. Others might have experienced it with fears of success. Other people have it, in, and it does come for, uh, at different times in your life for different various reasons. Um, sometimes it's a fear of intimacy, a fear of money, a fear of wealth, maybe even a fear of freedom and living the life that you've desired and the one that you've always dreamed of. The one thing is most of it is derived from fear of the unknown or fear of uncertainty. And what I've found is that most of the times, these fears, no matter how big or small, they cause people to freeze. They cause them to not take action. It was a great, actually, on the back of my business cards for Perspective Group, I've got a quote, and it was coined by Ambrose Redmond. Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear. Now, it's possible, it's, it's, it's probably not possible to live without fear, and nor would it be wise. See, fear actually serves us quite well. However, it doesn't serve you when it's debilitating. It doesn't serve you when it stops you from acting and moving forward. So the quote that I've got on the back of my business card actually means that you need to have the courage and the confidence to do the thing that scares you the most to be absolutely scared out of your wits and saddle up and act anyway. See, there's two types of fears. There's rational fear, and that's the kind of fear that keeps you alive. There's irrational fear, and that's the kind of fear that keeps you from living. Now, the funny thing with fear is that no matter whether, whether it's a, uh, a rational or irrational, 
no matter what way you cut it, fear actually translates and acts the same way within your body. Okay, so at any given time, whether it's rational or irrational, that fear is very real, it's very clear, and it's at the time, it is a very clear and present and imminent danger. Okay, and this stems from way back in our ancestors that they actually faced rational fears every day with saber-toothed tigers trying to kill them, you know, and predators always coming down and trying to attack them. That's where that comes from. But your mind can't tell the difference if you're being chased uh, from a fear perspective. Your mind can't tell the difference between you being chased by a lion and about to be eaten alive or walking up to a girl in a cafe and asking her out on a date. The fear plays out exactly the same way in your body. The symptoms are identical and they're also very obvious. You would have experienced them. Your heart rate increases. Your pulse in the neck starts to throb and vibrate where people can actually see it. Your hands start to sweat and maybe even a bead of perspiration runs down the, uh, the side of your forehead. Then your breathing starts to shorten up and it becomes short and shallow and you stop to breathe through your diaphragm and in through your belly and actually start to breathe in your upper respiratory system around the chest level and it's like you're hyperventilating. The key component to becoming fearless is to have awareness. Now, if you know what the symptoms are, the ones I've just read out, well, that's your first port of call to becoming aware. Knowing that your senses are heightened, knowing that your symptoms are present will allow you to point out the elephant in the room. If you can sit there and say, my hands are sweaty, my pulse is racing, my short breath, I've got short breathing, they're all symptoms of fear. Now you can point it out and you can say, I must be suffering from fear right now. So you're not running away with this you know, irrational fear that may be coming up. You can actually point it out and go, oh, I'm reacting to something. So once you're aware of the symptoms and your, your awareness, your alertness has been alerted to the fear strategy running, your next question to ask yourself would be, is this rational or irrational? Which kind of fear is it? Oh, I know it's fear. Okay, I can feel. That's fear running. Okay, great. Now I know what it is. Which one is it? Are you going to cause me to live or are you going to stop me from living? Which one are you fear? The majority of the time I can tell you they're going to be irrational fears. The kind of fears that stop you from living, the kind of fears that stop you from moving forward and living the life of your dreams. The acronym for irrational fears, as we all know it, is false emotions appearing real. And until you become aware that you're putting a down payment on something that you may never occur, you will be stuck in the mud. That's what fear is. You're worrying about something that may never actually occur. And I look back now, and if I look, I was walking into the office this morning and I had this thought, I realized how good my life is. At the age of 40, if I had have known my life would be this good now, I would have the things that I've got. I would have the flow and the ease of life that I've got, the, everything at my fingertips. I would not have stressed about the small stuff when I was 20. I would have gone about and created all these other things, but I was stressed and stopped moving because of fear. And if I could just say to my younger self now, when I was 20, 27, 28, 29, 30, I would have said, don't worry about it. It's all going to work out just fine. And I was putting big down payments on things that never even came close to happening. 
they didn't even exist. I manufactured them in my head. And I don't doubt that you've done the same thing. So once you've determined what kind of fear it is, you then need to figure out, right, what's the best way for me to face that fear? Now, there's no trick to the next part of this strategy. The only way to overcome a fear is to take action and do the exact thing that you fear most. Without thought, without, scarce, without being scared, without anything, just get up, act, and you may get it wrong, and you may fail, and you may fall over. But guess what? You face the fear, and it's no longer real. So face that fear and face it fast. And if it is, uh, as the example, imagine you're standing in a cafe. There's an amazing looking girl there and she's sitting in that cafe and you want to go talk to her, but fear kicks in. What if she says no? What if she rejects me? What if, you know, you look like a fool? If it is that girl that you want to go talk to, stand up, take a deep breath. Walk over to her and approach. The hard work is done. There was a great line in the movie from, um, I think it was Matt Damon in uh, We Bought a Zoo, I think it was called, and he needed 20 seconds of courage. I have applied that since seeing that movie and it has served me so well. I just say to myself, Mike, you just need 20 seconds of courage. And that's all it takes to walk up to that girl, to make that phone call, to have that meeting. That's all it takes, 20 seconds of courage. And if it is making, imagine making a presentation to a group of people, you've never done it before. You're scared about it. You forget your words. I remember one night I did a presentation. I stayed up till 3 a.m. fine-tuning that presentation, rewriting it, redoing the presentation, redoing the slides, redoing the script, redoing my notes. I got up and presented. I didn't even look at my notes once. I didn't even look at the slides once. I was in flow, I was passionate, I took action, and all my stress from the night before was pointless. I didn't even use the notes. Why? Because I got up, I took action. So I've been really fortunate to work with some of the key leaders of, um, in the area of mindset. I feel really blessed to have learned some from the greatest people, and each and every single one of them have a strategy for breaking through fears. Um, some of them use, um, one of them has an arrow where an arrow is stuck in your throat at the pointy end and someone holds the arrow at the, the uh, blunt end and you've got to walk forward and snap that arrow in half using your throat. The other ones they use is walking on fire, Tony Robbins. Um, I think Tad James, Tad James uses blocks of wood and you break through blocks of wood. It's all fear driven. No one wants to act because they're thinking, oh, what if I burn my feet? What if I don't make it? What if this? What if that? What if I don't break the wood? What if I hurt my hand? And all of a sudden they don't do it. They don't act. They fail to fire. Each one of these, whether it's the walking on fire, breaking of wood, they symbolize breakthrough. It's something I've learned so many times throughout um, being an athlete is that whenever I noticed fear creep into my mind, my reaction was to always act in a split second. The minute I felt like, bang, go do it. Just do it. Right there, right then. And if I ever hear myself say that I can't do something, guess what I'm doing the following week? Exactly that thing. If I say that, I, oh, I can't do that or that's not me, guess what? I'll be doing it next week. 
I will not let myself succumb to those fears. So as these events like uh, Tony Robbins and, and T. Harv Eker, I honestly am cracking my neck to be the first person to walk on fire or break the arrow with my throat. I don't let fear get in the way. Now, there's two reasons. One, that's the kind of person I am. I've trained myself. I've created that person. I want to be first. I want to be the first one across the line. I want to be winning more than everyone else. I want to lead by example. And I want to be challenged. And I want to do things before everyone else does it. The second reason is I don't want to suffer sitting there with doubt, sitting in my mind, watching everyone else fail and run their limiting beliefs and their strategies. And all of a sudden, I'm going to start adopting theirs because they'll balk, they'll struggle, they'll stop, they'll stop halfway through, they'll quit. Then I'll start to second guess myself. I don't want to sit around and watch that. I want to snap that arrow in half and be done. That's the kind of person I am. What kind of person are you? Now, did you realize that you can create a fearless mindset? guess what you already know it you already have the material we've already spoken about it by having success rituals strong habits that you practice day in day out they'll make you unstoppable anyone can operate from a fear-driven space actually you know what the majority of people are operating from there but if you are practicing your habits you are practicing your success rituals you will win every step of the way. For me, exercise does that. Okay, Every single morning, I get up and I make sure that I'm ahead of the game. I'm doing other things that other people won't do. I'm hitting the ground running. And I know that my mind, in my mind, I've achieved more than most have before they even, even open their eyes. Simply because I've created a fearless mindset. Robert Heller said, fear is just excitement without breath. And it is such a valid and strong point. I'll read it again. Fear is just excitement without the breath. So the minute the body recognizes fear, it tenses up, it contracts your muscles, and shortens your breath. So automatically, that's going to put you into fight or flight mode. And this is where your new opportunity lies. See, you can now that you know, you can just recognize this you can feel that fear rising up. You can then determine whether it's rational or irrational. And once you realize that it's irrational and you're not going to die, you've got to do one thing. Close your eyes. You've acknowledged it. You've seen it. You know it. Then draw a deep breath. I mean deep. Because <sighs> fear wants to shorten it. Then do that again five more times. Five deep breaths. What you've now done is you've taken control of your thoughts. Fear is no longer. The irrational fear is replaced by ra rational breaths and you realize that you won't die. The simplest part of this strategy is all you need to do is focus on your breathing. Instantly you'll gain more control and the fear dissipates. You get control over it. You have the master of your own domain. You're controlling your life. So what's more important is you need to have the ability to turn that fear into excitement, which is exactly what I do. I can't wait to walk on fire. I can't wait to snap a board. I am cracking my neck to do it because I've turned the fear into my excitement. Now, because that energy was created in you to produce fear, 
you just got to slim. That energy's already in you, but it had a negative purpose. You're going to turn it around and have a positive purpose, right? And simply flip the switch on it, and it is going to be turned into excitement. And you can use that to propel you forward. And guess what? Now you've got an abundance of energy. Use that, utilize it to take massive action. What's the massive action? Address the fear that you just faced. Stare it in the eye and tackle it. Wouldn't it be nice to live a life fearlessly? Now, when I say that, I don't mean with the absence of fear. Because I guess having the ability to move past fear and live a life full out would be the goal. We need fear in our life. It stops us from making really stupid mistakes sometimes. Fear is a really sensible thing to have around. But we can't be governed by irrational fear. And when we are faced with irrational fear, you've got to be able to find the ability to move past it and live all out. Now, you know the majority of the fears that we run is all in our minds. And it only ever existed in your mind, just yours. It was your fear that you created. You actually created it. And most of the fears come from unknown. We don't know what's around the corner, so I'm a bit worried to peer around there. Oh, I don't know what happens if I actually start creating wealth. Or I don't know what happens if I go and talk to that girl. Or I don't know what happens if I get fit. So we don't do it because we don't want to venture into the unknown. We're quite comfortable. Remember, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So the majority of the fears that we have come to know today all are formed from the unknown. So why would we not spend all of our times in the known as opposed to the unknown? So what do I mean by that? If you want to live a life fearlessly, create a life that puts you constantly knowing exactly where things are going to be. What does it look like? Well, these will all sound very familiar to you. Daily habits, success rituals, daily routines, productivity plans, daily exercise, meditations, journals, planning your day the night before, having allocated times for specific tasks in the day. All of these things were discussed in the previous sessions. None of these steps are new to you. You have the material. We've been talking about them for the last month. You all know that I wake up every single morning and my day's mapped out. It's done. It's structured. It's organized. It's timed. It's coordinated. Everything has a place, a time, and a purpose. So would it be fair to say that there are very few, I'd even go as far, as be as bold to say that there is a scarce opportunity for something in the unknown space to creep into my day. My day is mapped out almost to the minute. Why? Simply because I planned it the day before, I knew exactly where I was going to be, what I was going to be doing, and who I was going to be with, and most of the time I know exactly what I'm going to be saying. And should something arise that is unplanned or unknown, unknown or unscheduled, or off the radar that I wasn't expecting, guess what? I've got a place for that too. I get to, I put that in what I call an overflow column. I've planned my day out, something creeps in, I write it in the overflow column and I get to decide where it goes. 
Now, it either goes at the end of my big three rocks if it needs to be addressed right now, or I leave it till the end of the day and I pick it up tomorrow. So as you can see, my day is not run by a fear-driven space. Okay, there's no opportunity really for anything to creep into my day that's going to freak me out and cause me to stress. I know exactly where it goes and if it does come left to center, I just put it in overflow and I'll pick it up when I'm ready, not when it dictates. See, courage and confidence is a result. It's not a requirement to live fearlessly. If you sat around and waited for all the courage and the confidence that you need to arrive in your life just before you acted, I tell you, you'd be sitting around for a very long time and you will die wondering where it arrived, when, it, when and if it ever, ever arrived. Doing the thing that scares you the most, committing yourself no matter what, no matter how frightening it feels, knowing that the courage and confidence comes as a result of you facing that fear and taking action, not the other way around. It doesn't come to you first, it comes as a result of you taking action. So you need to, I, I encourage you, take action, address that fear, acknowledge it, point it out. And the minute you shine light on that fear, it loses its power over you. While ever you let that fear run in your mind free, it will destroy you, debilitate you and restrict you. Just shine a light on it. That's all you need to do. Point it out, name it, shame it, and it will dissipate. It will go away and it will no longer have a hold over you. Guys, that brings us to a close for the series. Um, I've truly, thoroughly enjoyed this series. This has been a great one. I've, I, I really have, again, personally got a lot from it. I love everything that the comments and the feedback, text messages and emails that you've all sent through, um, along with the words of encouragement. It really does mean a lot to me, and hearing that feedback encourages me to do more and more. Um, I guess I draw motivation and inspiration from each and every single one of you, knowing that you're out there doing the things that we're talking about, you're implement implementing the strategies, and maybe you're just changing your life and moving forward step by step, and that's all we can ask of each other. You know, we're here to hold each other to account. I'm you're holding me to account just as much as I'm holding you to account. And that's what I love about this. It's forming a great little community. So I guess if you've seen um, value in these calls and you'd like to see me continue them, it would be my mission to watch this grow and start to impact, help and reach as many people as possible. You can help me in that way. If you go into my uh, my Facebook page, which is uh, obviously on Facebook, michaelcooper.success. Um, if you haven't liked the page already, I suggest that you'd like it. You'll see some good quotes and information come through um, and just good daily reminders. Jump on that page and do me a favor, write a review. Because that way, when people land on the page and they're hearing about these calls for the first time, it's always nice to hear what other people who've participated have got or value or um, anything else that they've, their experience is, that will help this and our community grow, which is ultimately my goal, is to see this community grow. So if, if you've, take the time, write down maybe some of your lessons, what you've experienced, or even the benefits that someone else may see in, in joining our group. Um, I... For me, I'm committed to doing this and I'm going to take a little bit of time out 
Okay, I'm going to take some time out to refresh and recharge and recuperate. I'll get some new ideas. And again, I'd love your feedback if you'd love to join me again for another series. Uh, I'll probably take a month off to get my head clear. I think it's really good for me to get clear and see what direction and what other ideas we can come up with. And I'm open to suggestion if there's things that you'd like to hear about or things that you'd like to discuss. Um, I'll certainly. Um, you know, put my thinking cap on and, and compile something for you. I think that'd be a great initiative to see maybe some some feedback from the participants of topics that we can uncover and discuss. So guys, it's been an absolute honour and a real pleasure to work with every single one of you. Um, have a great day. You're in October now. Finish the month very strong. We're, we're nearing th to the end of the year. Make sure it all counts. Believe in your potential, guys. Make sure you have a great day. Now go make it happen.